This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Tomorrow, of course, is Canada Day, 150th birthday of this great country. Even the Wall Street Journal taking notice. Headline today, Canada celebrates 150 years by hauling a red couch across the country and renting a giant rubber duck. Okay, guilty. At least I didn't notice the red ball bouncing across the country. Anyhow, no, it is going to be a big party uh, this weekend. Uh, certainly in the nation's capital, there's a lot going on. Uh, but not just the celebration. Uh, certainly we're hearing about some of the security provisions in place for uh, Canada Day celebrations tomorrow. And, uh, of course, there's the politics of it all. Not everybody's celebrating uh, this weekend. And uh, the Prime Minister trying to walk a fine line in, in addressing some of that, but also celebrating this country. David Aiken is uh, Global News Chief Political Correspondent. He, along with Vasha Capellos, will be hosting uh, our broadcast tomorrow, three hours uh, live from Parliament Hill. David, thanks for making some time for us here. Yeah, no, happy to do so. I've just come, in fact, from Parliament Hill. Our office is about a block away. And boy, oh boy, you, I've never seen so much security. And we're, we're, they're just in rehearsals right now. Uh, but there's, there's uh, police officers with the submachine guns literally about every 20 feet. And that goes for blocks all around the hill. So it's a very wow. secure environment. Uh, I've never seen uh, that this kind of security. Apparently, there's going to be like 450,000 people here tomorrow. So maybe that's why they need a lot of the uh, police officers. Well, sure. Yeah, you got that big a crowd. You're going to need to have some security. But it does seem from what we've been hearing this week, David, that, um, you know, based on what's happened recently in, in England and elsewhere, that, that there's mm-hmm. that additional concern that would ISIS uh, try and target this? ISIS or just, you know, people in, in general, it's the nuts, right? It's the, somebody yeah. is inspired by the copycats. Uh, you know, it, it's, as I say, it's a very secure environment. So there's Parliament Hill, which is ringed by a stone uh, fence. So nobody's going to get you know, you can't get a vehicle really onto the hill, but you won't be able to get a vehicle within about six blocks of Parliament Hill. All the streets, four, five, or six blocks around Parliament Hill will be shut down. Uh, many of them already shut down, and they'll remain shut down, by the way, until July the 2nd, so a couple of days afterwards, or, or a day or two, a day afterwards, um, to maintain this, uh, this security perimeter. And there's a reason for that, because we've got some uh, VIPs that are part of the program, and this is part of the program when we'll be broadcasting uh, tomorrow is uh, certainly speeches from the Prime Minister, the Governor General David Johnson. We've got, though, as well, the Royals, uh, Charles and Camilla, they're in town. Queen Elizabeth II, of course, she loves Canada. She's very fond of Canada. She would have loved to have been here, but she's 91, and she's yeah. kind of saying, I'm going to stay to England for my travel. And here's the here's the oddball guess. I, I can't figure this one out, Rob. Bono and the Edge are going to be part of the ceremony. They're going to say something and then sing a song. I, I, nobody's told us what song they're singing. I think it might be Beautiful Day, and you two fans will know that song. It's a pretty good one. Uh, but there you go. We're going to have a couple of Irish guys from you two showing up to join our party. Great. Sure, why not? Um, what about the politics of it all? How much is security going to, to clamp down on that? And especially when it comes to some of these delicate issues around uh, Indigenous rights. We, I understand this TP that was set up yesterday. It's moved to a more prominent location uh, on Parliament Hill. Are they going to uh, allow for those protests? Right. And uh, as you just heard in the news, uh, and I was there myself watching this, Trudeau and his wife, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau, visited the people inside the teepee that is right. 
had a chance to chat with the protesters. We don't know what they said. It was held inside the teepee, and Trudeau didn't say anything on his way out. But that's an issue. That there's a lot of there's a lot of Canada Day celebrations across the country, and a lot of Canadians. I would say the vast majority will be. It's a positive thing, celebrating what it is to be Canada, celebrating all the good things about Canada. But there's a group, and this group on Parliament Hill is among them, that say, you know, they're gonna, they can't celebrate a 150th birthday of this country because their country is thousands of years older than that. That would be our Aboriginal people. So they are using this occasion of 150th to talk about the fact there's still a lot of boil water advisories, there's still a lot of children in, in on reserve that are not getting medical care, and so on and so on. Um, and Trudeau, to his credit, is saying, fine, you know, I'm, we respect that, and we're trying to do more work on that file. People will quibble about how fast that work is going. But again, I'd say that's also part of what makes Canada pretty good, is we can have those discussions and do it in a, generally do it in a pretty respectful way. Right. And I think different Aboriginal leaders and groups are, are taking different approaches to this. Some are taking the more conciliatory approach that, that will celebrate the potential of, of what this country has while still recognizing some, some historic wrongs. Uh, but others like those involved in setting up the teepee are taking uh, a much firmer stance, uh, maybe a much more harsh stance, as people might see it. That They're saying there, there's nothing to celebrate here and we don't want any part of this. Right. Well, they're going to be right in the middle of a big party, whether they like it or not, tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, it, it's just the fact that there's a teepee there is certainly going to be a strong visual reminder that there is a, a group of people in this country, our indigenous peoples, that have some issues with Canada. But nonetheless, people are going to be there, I think, to celebrate the country. They're going to hear speeches. They're going to hear a program, I should point out. The official program has a significant indigenous component to it. Uh, so it's not as though it is uh, the the rest of the country ignoring that fact um, it's going to be part of it so and, and this is the tricky thing when you plan a big ceremony like this the official ceremony is every group in Canada men women French English then we've got you know, lots of folks from the Philippines from India from China and then of course there's our indigenous people um, it's it's trying to balance all these heritages that make Canada what is there's a polo today the most respected country in the world that's us again the most respected country in the world and you know it's it's not by accident that happens it happens because we've had governments of all stripes all shapes all sizes that have tried to do the right thing by and large and by and large have tried to do things with a degree of respect to uh, all the different people that live in this country. Right. And look, I mean, let's be honest, it's a great platform for any government. And governments like to latch onto these events and, and certainly the opportunity to wrap themselves in the flag uh, and brag about the country or how the country's values align with their values. So yeah. uh, there's certainly the opportunity for Trudeau to, to make this day into that to some extent. What's your sense of uh, how they are, are trying to package these, these celebrations, what their message is? Well, and this is what, as a political reporter, this is one of the fascinating issues uh, about any government's approach to heritage, to our support for museums, what kind of programming we have. And you can really contrast it. Had Stephen Harper been uh, in charge for this, there would have been some definitely different themes. And we saw that. For example, the Harper government was, was playing up. We're still in the 100th anniversary of the First World Wars. We'd still be in that envelope. Right. And he was talking a lot about how the country formed through conflict and came together in the First World War, came together at Vimy Ridge. They celebrated the War of 1812 with a great fervor that a lot of people, a lot of liberals thought was inappropriate. The liberal themes are what you would expect from classical sort of federal liberals. It's all about diversity and multiculturalism. That is, uh, and reconciliation. So that is 
sort of making a political statement about what this is about. And we've had conservatives in the House of Commons as recently as a couple of weeks ago, just before they left, you know, wondering, why aren't, is it okay if we talk about Sir John A. Macdonald? The guy was a little bit important to how the country came together, but this current government really doesn't want to talk about Sir John A. Macdonald. They want to talk about other things. We, we're just seeing now in Toronto, my social feeds are filling up with pictures of that big rubber ducky. Have you seen that, Rob? Yes. Right? The big, huge three-story yes. rubber ducky. That's We paid a lot of money for that. We've got this couch going across the country, the big red couch. And a lot of people kind of going, what the heck? I mean, all told, this this party tomorrow, here and everywhere else in the country, it's costing half a billion dollars, uh, which is no ch- chump change. And to loop it back to those First Nations protesters, they'll say, we still got boil water advisories. What are we doing spending a half a billion dollars on a giant rubber ducky and a couch that's running around the country? Well, this is Canada. We're going to have these discussions, right? Yeah. No, I agree. I, I mean, it's it's bad optics for a number of reasons, too. Um, you know, it's interesting because this is usually, you know, kind of a, a downtime, a sleepy season in Ottawa. But uh, the prime minister mm-hmm. has been very visible this week. And, of course, there was the announcement that the uh, mission in Iraq, the anti-ISIS mission, is going to be extended. I held a news conference earlier this week where he's fending off questions about that mission, about the budget, about uh, his broken promise on electoral reform. It's been a very interesting week, hasn't it? It has. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I mentioned that Bono and the Edge, a couple of Irish guys, are over here to celebrate Canada Day. On Monday, I'll be in the back of the PM's plane as we go to Ireland. We're going to Dublin. Uh, the PM is going to spend a week next week in Europe, and he's got a, he's going to touch down in Ireland, touch down in Scotland, and then he's at the G20 in Hamburg, Germany. And, uh, I'm excited about that just because a guy named Vladimir Putin is going to meet a guy named Donald Trump for the first time. And that handshake, that handshake is going to be something to watch, I think. So that's Trudeau's week next week. He's going to be out of the country, very busy uh, with stuff to do. And so I guess he was getting a lot of files done this week here in the country. All right. So what time does everything get underway tomorrow, David? Tomorrow, it's 11 Eastern, so that'd be 9 o'clock, of course, in uh, southern Alberta, if you want to tune in, uh, 9 to, I think, noon. It's a three-hour broadcast. So uh, uh, we'll be there live, uh, Vashi and I, and we've got lots of special guests. And then, of course, the official ceremony gets underway about quarter to 12 Eastern, quarter to 10 in uh, Alberta. It's a very progressive company we work for, David, because the senior people like you, you draw the short straw. You get to work on the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind. I'd probably be hanging around this party anyhow, so you might as well put me up there and give me a microphone, so it'll be a lot of fun. Well, we appreciate it. We look forward to it. There you go. 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, David Aiken and Vashon Capello. David, thanks for joining us here. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. You too. There you go. David Aiken, uh, Global's chief political correspondent uh, in the nation's capital. Uh, so he'll be hosting along with Vasha Capello's three hours tomorrow from Ottawa, live in Parliament Hill, starting at 9 a.m. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.